welcome to the First and Orange Broncos podcast. I'm Kyle Fredrickson, joined by Ryan O'Halloran. We are your Broncos beat writers for the Denver Post. It is day 15, day 16 of camp. We can't really remember at this point. Let's not get too specific, Ryan. But my first question to you, are, are you injured at this point? Have you suffered any of these Broncos injuries? Have they bled into the media group at all? Have you stumbled? Have you fallen? How, how are your vocal cords for the podcast? Well, I keep two things. I keep forgetting what day it is. <laughs> Um, mental injury yeah and then you know uh you know, uh, you know the the wheels are a little sore i mean it, you know, big phil has been on his feet a lot lately so we're uh we're trying to rehab those by uh sleeping in but this bronco injury situation is interesting because it is you know plentiful in names but you look at everybody on that list and it's okay who who really do they miss come September 9th against Oakland? I mean, right now it's obviously Kareem Jackson. He's a starter. The other guys are depth guys, which 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 leaves very little margin for error if a starter gets nicked up. It leaves you know Vic Fangio and his coaching staff maybe a little bit of buying in terms of how to get through these next three preseason games. So, you know, I, if, if if from a Bronco fans perspective out there, I don't think it's it's time to you know worry, but uh, they are mounting. <laughs> Absolutely. But in terms of these guys who are injured, we look at what the flip side of it, who gets opportunity from some of those uh, misfortunes. And something that I'll be writing about in this week's Denver Post uh, is George Aston, who's a fullback, who's taken uh, pretty much all of the reps at fullback from the first team to the fourth team uh, in lieu of Andy Janovich being out for six to eight weeks, one of several players on that timeline. Uh, I'm fascinated by Aston because here's a guy at Pittsburgh as a a sophomore who scored 10 touchdowns. Matt Canada came in as OC there. They ran a whole bunch of jet sweeps and tosses, pitches. Uh, and Aston was a guy who really became a red zone threat. You know, 10 touchdowns. I think five of them were through the air. This is a Broncos team that also has some issues at tight end. They have had issues for a long time scoring in the red zone. I don't want to say that, you know, this is going to become an offense suited to the fullback in that area. The Broncos have a lot of other weapons to go to. But when you have a guy who's that talented, Ryan, why not see what he can do in that area? Give him a pitch. Give him a, a forward toss in the red zone and see if he can't turn the edge, right? Uh, sure. And I, mean, I think this offense needs a fullback for the way they want to run it. Uh, I'd put Janovich on IR right now. You can't afford to be stashing guys on the 53. Let's not make him out to be a Hall of Famer, personal opinion. You know, different different discussions on Joe Jones and Theo Riddick with their injuries. So now you have a rookie fullback. Uh, you know, I think it's a, it's a double-edged sword right now. You want to make sure – if he's your guy for, at fullback for the opener, you don't want to give him too much work because – they don't want him to get hurt, too, because if they lose another fullback, then they got to go outside the organization, teach that guy the offense, the blocking scheme, et cetera, et cetera. So, I mean, he's going to be the flavor of the week. He's going to be the flavor of the month now. Uh, it's a hell of an opportunity for him, just like it's a hell of an opportunity for Jamal Carter, who's working at inside linebacker, was way down the depth chart at safety through no fault of his own. It's just a numbers game. They move him down closer to the line of scrimmage, see if he can take advantage of that in the sub-package 
see if he can hit, see if he can cover. I think the Carter thing is also a sign that maybe they feel Justin Hollins isn't really ready for that duty yet. They just maybe want him to concentrate on the outside linebacker spot. But, you know, injuries create opportunities for guys, and Aston and Carter are two of those guys right now. One more note on, on injuries, Ryan, while we stay on the topic before we move ahead, looking at the Broncos' next preseason game and, and some other storylines will follow. Uh, they lost another tight end on Thursday night, Austin Fort going down with an ACL tear. Found it interesting that they didn't make a corresponding move to go get a tight end. Now, this time of the year, they're not growing on trees. There's not a ton of guys out there. But what do you sort of make of the Broncos' decision-making there? As we saw, hey, Jake Butt, at least he's in pads at this point. Twofold on that one. The first they feel like they are getting some guys back at that position. Butt was out there first time since July 20th doing very limited stuff. Bug Howard had missed a couple weeks with an ankle. He was out there. Second part of it, you know, I talked to a league executive on Friday when I got back from Seattle. I said, give me the list of best available tight ends. He goes, there are none. Slim pickings. I think ultimately that was the reason why. Uh, you know, you're not going to bring in a guy that you just feel like is not good enough, is not, not even going to have a chance to make the team. Fort was trending that way because he was taking advantage. Again, we use these opportunities, use that as a word. He was taking advantage of those chances. You know, now Hireman, he only missed a, uh, one practice, so he should be in good shape. You know, Noah Fant is healthy, hasn't missed a practice. Jake Butt, um, if he's available for week one, that should be considered a bonus at this point. And then you got Fumagalli, who has been uh, in good shape since – you know, he started camp, and there maybe was a question, okay, how long can he last because he was injured all last year. So, um, you know, tight end, probably a little bit better shape than they are an inside linebacker because Todd Davis has been out nearly four weeks. Josie Jewell with the oblique uh, says he's training the right way. And then Joe Jones, as we mentioned, special teams guy, he's going to be out through the start of the season. So, you know, tight end and inside linebacker, Zick Fangio said last week, Every camp, there's one position that just gets decimated. Right now, they got two of them. Let's sort of wrap it up looking at some of the standouts so far from Camp Ryan, guys who've impressed you, guys who've surprised. And I got to say, is Malik Reed at the top of the list in terms of guys who truly came out of nowhere, an outside linebacker who seemed kind of buried among a lot of guys who clearly supplanted Jeff Holland on the roster. Jeff Holland, no longer a Bronco. Yeah, I mean, and I thought Malik Reed coming into camp – you know, he played a 4-3 defensive end at Nevada to start his career, then a 3-4 outside linebacker. So he had some versatility and he had some numbers. I mean, I thought I thought he was uh, I thought he was going to be you know edge out Jeff Holland. There's just not a lot there right now. I mean, he, I don't think he really embraced the grind that needed that needed to be done to make this team. So they waived him, and the fact they did it so early means they threw their hands up. They were fed up. Uh, Dakota Watson is going to make this team as an outside linebacker, special teams guy. Justin Hollins will. So, but the challenge now for Malik Reed, and I think he is on this team right now as a 53-man uh, guy. Can you keep on doing enough that to, that you are active on game day? Uh, you're only you know you can only dress uh, 46 guys. So, you know if he can show more pass rushing punch, he can become a rotational guy. <sighs> You you look out look at other parts of this roster. Who else is you know training up? Nick Williams is a guy he signed after camp started. He looks somewhat comfortable catching punts, and this return game stunk last year. It was the worst in the league on punts. So maybe you can give him a chance as a slot receiver as the sixth guy, 
and a punt return. That means Jawan Winfrey, who's probably the fifth guy, may not be active on Sundays to start the season. So those are just two guys. Um, anybody strike your eyes? I think a guy that maybe we haven't talked maybe enough about who's quietly has had a very solid camp is Alexander Johnson, right? If only because here's a guy who hasn't played real organized football in a long time. And with the depth concerns that they've had, he's gotten a lot of first-team reps. And I think pro football focus had him as the, the highest-rated player from that Broncos preseason game, if you want to kind of take their analytics Which I for what they're worth. And I, I I'll know, take your word over that. I know. But, but granted, did you think Johnson's a guy who's maybe sneakily is, is he's in the conversation at least for, for some solid depth there? Um, have I'm going to go the other way. Okay, fair um, enough. I wouldn't have him on the team. Um, I think he's falling behind. Um, he takes bad angles um, on that screen. He made a mistake. He should have uh, followed his guy into the flat instead of blitzing. So they're giving him a lot of chances. Um, you know, Josh Watson maybe get would maybe get the nod over him if everybody's healthy. So, um, I mean, that's why uh, he can run and hit. But is he making the right decisions? I thought he was uh, he was at fault for the touchdown in the Atlanta game. So. That's uh, I'll uh, I'll go the other way on that one. Fair enough. It makes makes for a good podcast. <laughs> uh, you look up front. I mean, uh, Elijah Wilkinson has a firm hold on that swing tackle job, but inside it, you know, Don Barkley I think can be the uh, backup guard. So who's your backup center? I mean, Jake Brendel was taking second team snaps, but Austin Schlotman passed them in the game and then uh, Sunday in practice. So. As we go over these next couple of weeks, you know their depth chart is going to re really reveal itself by who's playing and also in the last game who's not playing. On kind of this note of players who've been a little disappointing, has Noah Fant been disappointing to you at all? Three catches for 20 yards over his first few games. We've seen him with some nice run after catch in practice, but nothing that's really been like, wow, here, here's here's the first rounder that the Broncos got. You know, fans should be thanking John Elway that they moved back to, to get this tight end. Well, they're probably not thanking him after Devin Bush was a one-man wrecking crew for Pittsburgh right. preseason game Friday night, 10 tackles. With Fant, he, I, I booked him for one and a half bad runs against Seattle. He, he was able to hold his block. You know, part of it is like, does he, does he need to pick it up or are they maybe weaning him in a little bit? Um, you know, on the practice field, you can see some flashes, but – it does. It looks like he. I, I was expecting a faster, leaner player. It looks. He looks like a tight end. He's lumbering. Um, I, he hasn't had a chance in a game to move to move north while catching it. Everything's been you know east west. So, um, yeah, I think Vic Vic was asked about him last week, and he said, "Oh, he's doing fine." Uh, but I wonder if behind the scenes they're maybe telling him to you know step it up a little bit. Very intrigued to see him uh, with Joe Flacco in the first team offense and to really see how it looks as opposed to some of the looks we've seen in preseason. But a lot of storylines to follow. Uh, we'll have you guys covered all along the way. We appreciate you listening to the First and Orange podcast. I'll sign off for myself and Ryan. Be sure to subscribe to the DenverPost.com for all of our digital content, online analysis, podcasts, game stories, everything in between. Uh, you can also subscribe to the news paper get that thing delivered to your front door and we will see you guys next time